Welcome back. We've got Dice to Pixels episode 40 tonight, and it's a bit of a grab bag. We've got news coming uh, from all over the gamosphere. Fuck, I wish I had like a grab bag with just like random topics that I could pull out of it. Oh, that'd Ooh. be a good prop. Damn. All right, let's get to it. So, first of all, Tetris movie. Yes. Great freaking movie. Oh, so good. We liked it. Yes. We Great liked movie. it a lot. Uh, it's, um, so for anyone who doesn't know, I think we might have mentioned this on last week's show. It's not about the game itself. It is a bit, but it's, it's more about getting the rights out of the Soviet Union. Uh, and they did it really well. Mm -hmm. It was yeah. a good, good, good show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was really good. We, uh, cause I remember even when we seen the trailer for it, like we had said then, okay, we're, when this comes out on March 31st, it's movie night for Dice to Pixels and we're watching this flick. And I'm glad we did because holy crap, like what a story that um, this whole movie entailed and just seeing what Soviet like communist Russia was like, you know, a even like right, it, right yeah. near yeah. the end, right before like, you know, the wall kind of came down type type deal. But just holy crap, man. Yeah. I mean, it was obviously just a tiny little snippet of it, but mm. uh, that little snippet that they showed, they I think they did really well, obviously. Mm -hmm. None of us experienced it, so it could have been totally wrong, but it seemed, I mean, seemed about right. Everybody yeah. was scared shitless of the KGB and everything. So mm. well, um, I don't know, because like um, uh, Hank Rogers, uh, who is played by the star uh, Taron Egerton, um, I like the way he played the character. It kind of reminded me, um, my first thought was, if Tony Stark wasn't really rich, but made video games, <laughs> that's 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 basically like the the feel i got for how he portrayed uh hank rogers who was um he was the uh president and founder of bulletproof software yeah um but yeah like just even when he like the those few scenes where the kgb like caught him and stuff and like yeah he took an ass with him but he was just like i'm, I'm still coming well i i think they portray portrayed the idea of somebody with nothing left to lose or at least who thinks they have nothing left to lose mm -hmm. uh, i think they portrayed that well yeah um, because any normal person in that situation would have been like cool not worth it yeah see you later but obviously pushing past that so mm -hmm. uh yeah. really good Incidentally, I used my Xbox Game Pass perk of Apple TV Plus to get the streaming service to watch it. So if you're an Xbox Game Pass subscriber, probably Ultimate, I don't know, but you can get three months and then you can watch it. Yeah. Or you can torrent it. <clears throat> uh, I didn't say that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, wholeheartedly recommend it. Uh, really cool movie. I thought they did great. Yeah. Uh, Taron Edgerton is always a pleasure to watch mm -hmm. and everybody else was phenomenal as well. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was really neat because um, even seeing uh, a lot of the stuff where they were talking about um, they, they there's a section of the movie and it's spoilers, whatever. There's probably <laughs> spoilers here, OK, um, where uh, Hank Rogers is shown a prototype of the Game Boy. Well, that was in the trailer. So, yeah. yeah. So and uh, just seeing Tetris on that green screen again just brought me back to yeah. when it first released and uh, um, me and my brothers all getting it. But hearing the hearing him pitch how you need to pack this with Tetris. Yeah. Like if you put Super Mario with the Game Boy, you'll sell like a million. But if you pack it with Tetris, you're going to sell millions. Yeah. Because like it's not just going to be it's not just going to be like laser focused to like the young kid who wants to play Super Mario. It's going to be a more broad Everyone. spectrum mm -hmm. so that, you know, your my mom will yeah. play it, you know, and yeah, and no, she they did. And she, yeah. And she kicked <laughs> all our asses. Oh, tons of, <laughs> tons of people had game boys that you wouldn't have expected to have a handheld game console. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I think Tetris can claim the, the win for that. Like, mm -hmm. I think Tetris is why to a large degree that happened. Uh, Cause yeah, I mean, even as a businessman or whatever, who's like, you know, no, no, I don't do games. It's like, yeah, but Tetris is like a game, but also kind of not a game. Like, it, it's almost like it's a, a mobile precursor in a lot of ways. Yeah. 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 Um, so anyways, uh, really cool. We thoroughly enjoyed it. I recommend it. Mm -hmm. And if you have Game Pass, you can get it for free for, well, three months. And then you can watch it and then say, screw Apple again. If that's, if yeah. that's your cup of tea. 
I, I will say though, um, and this isn't spoilers. Uh, one of the things I kind of liked was the um, the little uh, between scenes, how it had like the eight bit artwork. Yeah, they did that. Of, yeah. uh, it so you know, good. it would show like the the character going to to Russia, um, yeah. or uh, there was the one part where like they would change the look of the cars into like eight bit pixel art kind of. Yeah, it was just it was a yeah. it was an animated overlay. Yeah, um, but it was it was well mm-hmm. done. It was really neat. I yeah. liked it. Yeah, they were they were short. They didn't overstay their welcome. No, which no. was key. No, no, no. But yeah, very good movie. Um, it's if, if you're interested in uh, some of the history of like how Nintendo got the rights to the Tetris for the yeah. Game Boy. Yeah, and I I only looked into it a little bit, but it did seem like they kept reasonably true to the actual mm-hmm. story. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, who knows the actual like interactions in the Soviet yeah. Union where they're talking who knows about that, mm-hmm. but um certainly the broad scope of it sounded pretty much right when yeah. I looked into it. So, yeah, it was surprising how um negotiations they made them like very tense and it was oh, God, cinematically yeah, was... stimulating the yeah. entire time and it's just like they're just in a room going back and forth and talking about stuff, but like, what's going to happen? Yeah, no, it, they they managed to make it very tense and very great, even though uh, it, by all accounts, should have been boring. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, and even at and like when it's all said and done, they have that. Uh, it it must have been after uh, the Soviet Union fell, but uh, they showed those scenes, uh, like camcorder footage of uh, Alexei uh, Pajanov. And uh, no, I'm not sure those were afterwards. No, no. Was during... uh, they, they, what he's talking about is uh, during the credits, they're showing like actual footage from the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they had lots of camera footage in the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. Uh, it probably didn't come out until after the wall fell and everything. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was filmed during. Yeah. yeah. During uh, time there. I mean, they certainly had stuff like that. It's not like they were completely cut off. It's just that they wouldn't have. It would have been like a, a Soviet made camcorder yeah. and it would have been like, yeah, the, the footage never would have gotten past the iron curtain and all yeah. that stuff. So, yeah. um, so moving on to the super Mario brothers movie, which none of us have watched, but apparently, apparently oh, wait, it's not too bad. It's good. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. audience reviews have been very positive critics reviews, not so much, but I wouldn't put any stock in that for this movie. It's a, it's the kind of movie where I, can almost guarantee kids will love it yeah um i mean for all we might we're, like it too we're gonna watch it when yeah. it's available on streaming yeah yeah because uh uh seeing some of the seeing the movie's length that's being only 90 minutes uh hmm. I, I also just even if it was like even that type of movie executed to perfection i will only enjoy so much so it's not something I'm willing to go to the theater for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, it could be literally the perfectly executed Mario Brothers movie. And I'm still only going to like it like 70%. <laughs> so like, I'm not willing to go to the theater. I think you guys are in a similar boat yep. on that. Like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we'll watch it when it comes out on streaming. But uh, all reviews, uh, I mean, I've seen little bits and I've seen some write ups and mm-hmm. it sounds like they pretty much got it right. I saw but, a hilarious meme about it. And uh, it was a clip of Princess Peach, like going through an obstacle course and like avoiding all of the chomping plants and whatever. And people are, someone was like, she can do this, but always gets caught by Bowser. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, uh, so, so we haven't seen it, so we don't have a whole lot to say about that, except that uh, apparently it's, apparently it's good. Visually, it looks nice. Similarly to the Dungeons and Dragons movie, which again, we have not seen, uh, although I might put a little more effort into seeing this one because it's actually in a genre that I like. Mm-hmm. So I might actually go and see it possibly in theaters. Yeah, Probably not. I, I was considering it just because we do this and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, we need to be able to talk about it, I guess. Well, maybe the three of us will go and bring Danielle if she wants to come. I, I don't know if she would care about the movie or not because it's. Like the Dungeon and Dragon aspect, I don't think we'll do much for her. She'd so. probably go watch Scream. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I we mean, can... if she's going to do that, I'd probably end up going to see Scream as well then. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> um, so when they go to watch that, we'll go grab all the food and the popcorn and stuff, and then we'll go watch Dungeons that's and right. Dragons. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so apparently they did a, a reasonable job on it as well. So Yeah. That's good. I mean, at the very least, even if the movie were terrible, at least we got Dicelings out of it. So. Hell yeah. yeah. 
Hell yeah. yeah. Love those freaking things. Yeah, and there's, and cool. they, they announced more to the, the white dragon and another black dragon, but yeah. the, this is see this is a Hasbro thing where, uh, they're going to reuse the same molds yeah, <laughs> yeah. over and over and over <laughs> yeah. and over. Well, I mean, yeah. Considering the black and red were basically the exact same. I they think. were the exact yeah. same. The yeah. only thing that was different was the head sculpt of them. Yeah. yeah. Not super surprising. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I think we'll we'll wrap up the movie reviews there. Uh, only one of which we've seen. <laughs> one yeah, one review and uh, two previews. Yeah. Um, did you want to talk? I mean, there's there's not a lot of information on it, but this PlayStation controller thing. Yeah, did you wanna... I only saw the headline for it. I didn't get to th- read through it, but apparently PlayStation has entered a patent for heat changing weirder than that actually uh when i looked at it i i didn't dig super deep into this but uh heat and potentially shape changing yeah recently recently published patent documents suggest sony might be currently experimenting with haptic technology that would allow part of your controller to change shape or temperature depending on the gameplay yeah i don't like the shape well i mean it would depend on what they're doing like i could i could envision (laughs) This could go wrong horribly, but I can envision like uh, sort of a heartbeat mechanic where it like pulses a little bit. Ooh. Yeah, that's <laughs> that reaction is exactly what I expected. Um, but it, it's an interesting idea. Uh, the heat to me actually seems weirder just because battery life. It just makes me think of mood rings. Sure. Yeah. 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 That was my immediate thought was like, oh, we're going to get mood controllers. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Then she'd know, like, you would know when I'm pissed off at a game without even like looking at my face. You just look at the controller. And it's like, oh, it's burning red. <laughs> oh, it's on fire. Oh. Okay. Well, <laughs> oh, he must be playing. I don't know. What do you hate? Everything. Oh, Everything. <laughs> I'm old. Any ending. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, the heating thing to me like it's it's actually kind of a neat idea, mm-hmm. I, and I assume it would be able to cool as well because I assume what they would use is the um, I want to call it a piezoelectric heater, but I actually don't know if that's the right term. I think I'm it's thermoelectric, anyways. Um, and theoretically, if you just run the current the opposite way, you can cool or heat. So. Presumably, they could run a cool or heat option, mm-hmm. but like that takes power. Like, I, I PS4 controllers already don't last all that long, so I, I don't know. That seems like a bad choice. I mean, I I'll give them credit for at least attempting to try something new. Well, and also something it, different. Sorry, I I guess the classic you know caveat here is. Just because they filed the patent doesn't mean they have any yeah. intention of building it. actually doing, yeah. They just yeah. want the patent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but in terms of actual product, yeah, it's, I mean, where do you go with controllers at a certain point? I guess heat and shape changing, but. But do we need that? Well, yeah. Like, it seems like one of those things that unless you're going to use it like once in a game, it's just a battery drain. And if you're going to use it only once, then how impactful is it really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. It seems silly, but I'm not surprised they patented it, or it's, at least did it's an like the PS4 touchpad, where it, it <laughs> sounded like a nice idea, but w- nobody designed with it. Well, so the t- and and this is actually I'm going to use this as a segue into the other thing. But the PS4 touchpad is is partly useless because of its positioning and everything else. Oh, yeah. That technology is fine, like the Steam Deck. They nailed it. the yeah. The thumb pad, the touchpad on the Steam Deck is amazing. I mm-hmm. use it all the time. Same. Which brings me to the other thing we were going to talk about. Oh, yes. That. Which is the Steam Deck competitor from Asus. Yeah. And yeah. the reason I put that in quotes is because, from what I can tell, it's not in any way meant to be a competitor. It is it is similar, but it's more expensive and different. Uh, so, how much of a... It's like saying the Xbox is a competitor to the Switch. It's like, well, they're, I guess. Not really, though. They're very different. Uh but I got to say, the Asus one, uh, it doesn't have a touchpad. Yeah, the oh. uh, the ROG Ally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the specs look great. I mean, it's supposed to be considerably faster from what they said, which to be fair, it's also two years newer at mm-hmm. this point. So, of course, it's going to be a chunk faster. Yeah. 
uh it starts my from what i was looking at it looked like it starts at a one terabyte ssd which is cool but at the same time as i've said before i run all the games on the steam deck off of the ssd or off the micro sd mm-hmm. so like that's not a draw for me some people will care about the loading times i personally haven't cared at all no and honestly that touchpad like i i wouldn't having used the steam deck and and having used that touchpad to play uh things like rogue tower uh i would not buy anything that doesn't have a touchpad like that because it is just so good to have a mouse yep yeah i've actually started finally playing stardew valley on ours and um i played it previously on um on on the switch and the right stick you would use to move your cursor around to check like your quest objectives and what and you can on the steam deck too but it's just so much easier with that touchpad yeah well that like touchpad is fucking awesome yeah it's like the default speed for the cursor I, I find when using like analog sticks is just always set to like molasses uh, driving like old people fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> i knew you're gonna make that in here somewhere <laughs> yeah uh yeah no you're absolutely right the the sensitivity on yeah. it well and part of that is because there's no, there isn't good uh, inertia on joysticks because they have to snap back. They have to have springs, whether they're literal springs or or whatever. They have mm-hmm. to have springs, um, and so you can't like. It's hard to figure out how to do like a swipe on a joystick. Like you can kind of do it. You can like ding ding and like just like hit it and and have it snap back. But with the with the touchpad, you literally just just swipe so you can swipe as fast or as slow as you want. Yep. Um, And until somebody figures out how to make a joystick work, Mm -hmm. uh, like that's the problem I have with first person shooters on consoles. That's why I cannot play them is because joysticks are. You can't like whip around with a joystick. You got to like crank it over and wait for it to get to the point where you finally spin around and then you let go. Whereas with something like Steam Deck, you just wail on it sideways and it goes as fast as you want. Mm-hmm. So I like the fact that the Asus doesn't have a, a touchpad there is like, I straight up wouldn't buy it based solely on that. I don't mm-hmm. care what the specs are. That's yeah. a, that's a deal killer for me mm-hmm. having experienced the Steam Deck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like this. Yeah. And the specs, you know, 120 hertz, 1920 by 1080 screen. Great, cool. Um, Better screen, faster yep. screen. Yep. One's yep. A, a AMD Zen 4 RDNA 3 chip. Uh, it'll run Windows 11. Um, yep. And uh, which is good. I mean, yeah. it'll it'll play most, pretty much all games. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's very few games that are available on Steam OS that aren't Windows. So yeah. basically, you're getting everything. But the most important one is that it only weighs 608 grams <gasps> compared to the Steam Deck 669 grams. Yeah. Well, obviously a Steam Deck is better. Because it's, it's sexier. Sexy yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was also going with the Jurassic Park. Is it heavy? Yeah. yeah. Then put it down. It's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, uh-huh. it's interesting. Um, my first thought when I seen it was it just looks like, like another one of those cloud gaming uh, handhelds. Like we talked about it the does. Logitech... Yeah. Uh, the Logitech one, uh, like a while ago. Yeah. And, uh, it kind of, it, it gives me those vibes. The only thing like they have, obviously this is what's going to sell. This is that underneath the analog sticks, there's little light rings that glow like that neon funky streamers color RGB, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, boom, like right there, like this, it's going to sell tons. I don't think it will. Actually, there's one thing. I'm going to look it up right now. Um, I didn't see whether it has an HDMI out built in. Because the Steam Deck, you can do that with the dock. Mm -hmm. But the Steam Deck screen is, I want to say it's basically like 720p instead of 1080. If this allowed you to direct out to a capture card without a dock in between it would be a little more streamer friendly Mm -hmm. i guess although to be honest if you're streaming on it you probably want it plugged into power anyways at which point a usb hub probably doesn't matter uh but i I did notice that because it like it is 1080p which means that theoretically you can pretty much stream direct um 
So if it had an HDMI out, I, I don't see I don't that think it mentioned. Does. I, I don't see it mentioned, which probably means it doesn't. Um, but yeah, so that would be the one thing is because it's a native 1080p, it would maybe be better for streaming. Mm-hmm. But then I haven't really seen, like, if you're going to stream, you're doing it from a PC. So yeah. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think really the only reason anyone would really stream from Steam Deck, if they're a serious streamer, is just to show off how well it works on a Steam Deck. Yeah, well, I mean, like, there are there are games where it's actually nicer on a Steam Deck. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense, yeah. They're, they're few and far between. Yes. But, like, there are some that it's like, like, platformers I've found are pretty awesome on the Steam Deck. Well, so I could... Like Game Boy. Though. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's kind of made for that. Yeah. Uh, so I could see uh, streaming from the Steam Deck for that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you can also just use a controller and a monitor. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Anyways, uh, it did. I don't know. It looks good. I'm not saying it looks bad, except for the fact that it doesn't have a touchpad, which to me, again, deal breaker, just straight up deal breaker. Uh, but I don't think it's that much of a Steam Deck competitor. No. I mean, in, in theory it is, but it's more expensive than the base by, uh, I guess if you're buying the more expensive Steam Decks, yeah, then it's more of a competitor. It does not. Does not have nope, it has a headphone jack, micro SD slot, a volume rocker, and a fingerprint sensor. And it must have a USB C port. It must. It's got some other crazy ass port in there that I can't really tell what it is. It looks like it's a, a, a type C and something else beside it. Yeah, okay. I so, was gonna say it must have a type C. Yeah, they yeah, wouldn't yeah. build it without a type C. No. Uh which gives you the uh, I'm sure that gives you the option of a dock, which gives you whatever you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it, it looks cool. I mean, if I had infinite money, I would buy one just to try it out. But mm-hmm. honestly, Steam Deck. Yeah, I don't care if it's faster. Uh, some people will like that'll be the make or break for them. But mm-hmm. for me, uh, that I having used that touchpad, oh my god, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, for games that aren't like if you play a game that's full on made for joysticks, cool, that's fine. But yep. any other game, mm-hmm. you gotta have that mouse. Yep. Oh, yeah. And if you really want RGB, you can just glue an RGB strip to the top of it. For the record, I saw somebody who had done a Steam Deck mod to add RGB. I wouldn't do it, but they have. Hmm. Because they're fairly disassemblable. Like, Steam actually provides fairly detailed disassembly instructions and such. They Uh know what people do. Right. I mean, it's Steam, right? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Or Valve, I should say. Uh, So you could add RGB. I wouldn't, but you could. <laughs> hmm. Uh yeah. So, anyways, it yeah. The but I agree. The RGB on the joysticks is something that some people will buy it just for that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's even been some like third party Xbox controllers that you know you kind of you, you skim through them on Amazon or whatever, and you see the one where it's like it has like all the the buttons light up and on. Yeah. Like, Ooh, that looks flashy. Catches your eye. And it's like, well, I'm not gonna be looking at my hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm playing a game. I'm like, oh my god. I I will also say that there's there's at least a theoretical benefit to the Asus thing in that um, because it presumably runs from what I've seen a full version of Windows 11. You could bring like a keyboard and mouse with you, and actually, I mean, small screen and all, but you could actually use it limited for mm-hmm. a computer. Which the Steam Deck kind of sort of does, but not like it doesn't run Windows, so it's nowhere near as effective. Uh, but like in a pinch, if you really want to pack light, but you want to have the option, I could see that being useful, probably. Especially if you hooked it up to the TV in your. Okay, well, yeah, if you hook it up to a TV, because otherwise I was just going to say, like, we have these little computers. Yeah, but I got to say, having tried to do a lot of things in my life on the road, uh, iPhones and iPads, there's. There's stuff that like there's a reason I have a MacBook because yeah. you just can't do a lot of stuff on on iPads and iPhones. Apps a freaking lootly. Did you say apps a freaking lootly? You can yes. lie and say yes. you did. Yes. yes. <laughs> I love jalapeno poppers. <laughs> I was thinking App Store, but yeah. Oh well, I was thinking food. <laughs> we just ate. How are you hungry again? Well, now I'm, I'm thinking a... about jalapeno poppers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm old and I'm a pig. We should get some jalapeno poppers. Oh, hell yeah. 
yeah. So anyways, super cool. I mean, I would love to play with one, but I'm not going to spend 600 US on no. on it because I, I know it'll be decent, uh, but I still won't prefer it to the Steam Deck, I suspect. Mm-hmm. Give, yeah. me, give me that fucking touchpad and then we'll talk. Hell yeah. So. Yep. Moving on. Uh, yeah, Blizzard finally uh, gave us a video of uh, the Diablo oh. 4 Endgame. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, they, they did. Yeah, we watched this uh, today. <laughs> We, well, I mean, we have opinions. <laughs> I mean, have anybody seen the other videos that have been on the channel? So, so I, I want to, I've prefaced this a couple of times and I want to do it again. None of us think that Diablo 4 is going to be a terrible game. Nope. I'm going to play the shit out of it. Yep. We're all going to play it. Yeah. It's going to be fun. But Blizzard just really isn't knocking it out of the park on this one. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, this video, I don't know. Do you either? Do you want me to just explain it, or do one of you two want to I take it? I don't even or? know how to approach well, it. Well, like some of the some of the synopsis is from a lot of uh, websites. They've all said that you know they've announced the end game, and it's confusing. And in some cases, like yeah, like some of the stuff that they talk about is like okay, like that's kind of nutty. But the fact that you're going to have like your Paragon system in there right away. And then the upgrade path that they showed you for that was hmm, like, well, let's, let's start there because okay. I, th- I think that that's something that um, I think that's kind of a microcosm of the entire video, to be honest. So uh, it's nothing we haven't seen before. Yeah. So anyone who's been following it, the Paragon stuff that they showed in the video, we already knew that, like the the whole unlocking a page and like rotating it, like we already knew all of that. That none of that is new, mm. and that's fine because not everybody keeps up to date and everything else. So so fine, but a bunch of people noticed that when they were showing it off, ninety percent of the stuff was like plus five to stat, plus five to stat, plus five to stat. It's like I wasn't surprised by that because you know if you're getting two hundred points, not every single point can be a banger, but. That's not a great thing to show off. Like maybe show something a little bit more flashy. Uh, so they did a bad job with Paragon, which I think mm. is a microcosm for the entire video. They they underexplained, and they didn't. None of it was exciting. Even yes. the even the people in the video didn't seem excited. The, the one fellow in particular. <laughs> oh yeah. Like right off the hop. Um. Then you. The fella must have been nervous being on camera or whatever, but yeah. you can completely read it in his face. He was not comfortable. He was not comfortable yeah. doing that. It, so it looked for all the world like they had pulled people who had worked on the game, producers, whatever, uh, and and stuck them in front of a camera with a script, which is not something you should do. If they had just sat them down and done like a casual interview, I think it could have been fine. But like we do this every week. Mm-hmm. Uh I have no problem with this. This is easy. We're just chatting with a camera there. No problem. Yep. When I do the the script reads for those other videos, I I'm not good at it. It takes like it's going to take me a while to get good at those uh, because it's hard to do script reading even when you're not on camera. And I honestly I don't know that it matters that much whether you're on camera or not. But script mm. reading is hard. So picking just random people off of the the game floor, like the the design production whatever floor. Yeah. And being like, here's a script, read it to camera. It's like, wow, that's going to be shit. Yep. Yeah. Like, good job. So. Uh, yeah. And they, they all, they like, they did their best. They all did their best. And the, some yeah. of the, some of the energy, uh, you can tell like they're really excited about what they had to show us. Yep. Rightfully so. I feel like what we've seen, considering the kind of end game we had when Diablo 3 launched, and we talked about this earlier, when Diablo 3 launched, like you didn't really have much of an end game. Yes. And it wasn't until Reaper of Souls kind of came around that that's when we got like the Paragon, we got like the riffs and all that stuff. Yeah. So the fact that we're getting a lot of this, you know, when it, when the game on on launch day, great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, so, and I think that's a fair point. Like Diablo 4 at launch is going to be better than Diablo 3 at launch. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know. It kind of needs to be better than Diablo three as it is now. And and it, it, yeah, Mm -hmm. we'll see. It doesn't look like it is, but, uh, but your point, like, this is not a judgment. What I was saying is not a judgment on the people in the video. Like they, they were doing their Mm -hmm. best. 
it's just like if you're gonna pull somebody and have them read from a script go and hire someone who reads from scripts for a living yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. pull people who don't do it and then expect them to do a good job yeah because it wasn't it for them it wasn't the right setting for that type of thing like like you said if it had been a casual conversation yeah. totally different feel from it but because it was scripted and it was done in an interview type way. It just felt really yeah. weird. Like it could have just been someone being like talking and telling about the like talking about the script or yeah. not about the script, but reading the script, as you said earlier, as like a voiceover or just someone who very obviously is just someone that they hired. Yeah. To read this. Yeah. It just a face, just a talking head. They could yeah. have used that. Yeah, for, for a company with Blizzard's uh, resources, it was a really weird decision to do the video that way. But more to the point, though, to what to what you and other people have been saying is like, yes, the end game is confusing right now. And the reason for that is because they spent like all of 30 seconds on each of the things, mm -hmm. which is like, I actually know a lot more than what was in that video because they've they've already announced a bunch of it in the developer notes and everything else. Um. And it's less confusing when you know more about it. But why the hell did they cut the video so short? Like, yeah, I, they could have made it a 30 minute video. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The one thing that um, seeing a lot of comments about uh, were the nightmare dungeons. And uh, during it, they said that you can return to any dungeon and modify them with a sigil. But I don't think they ever really they didn't really tell you where you could get these sigils. Um uh, they they just said it'll alter the play style and intensity of the dungeon, um, the different modifiers, whatever. But a lot of the comments that I've seen uh, so far is like, do are we going to get these sigils through gameplay or through end game gameplay or like like how how do we acquire them? So that was one of the kind of weird things. Yeah, I I don't know that they ever explained where you get the initial sigils, although one assumes it's similar to the Rift Keys. Yeah. That's the most likely situation. Yeah. They did say uh, that in Nightmare Dungeons, you will also be able to find sigils that are even more powerful. So you can like stack it almost where you go into a Nightmare you with a sigil and then you find a sigil in the Nightmare Dungeon which allows you to open like a hyper nightmare. It's not called that, but uh, like a yeah night terror. Yeah. And even more nightmare, <laughs> which honestly sounds super cool. Yeah. yeah. And like, why the fuck wasn't that in the video? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, there's just so many weird things about how that video was done because it was, they, they could have done it as a series. They could have done it as a series. They could have like, the weird thing to me is YouTube prefers eight to 10 minute videos. Yeah. Um, I don't personally, none of the videos that we do hit that mark and that's fine. But like there, they decided to cut that video short, it, which hurts it in the YouTube algorithm. Not that it matters because it's Diablo four, they'll do just fine. Yeah. But like YouTube would have liked them to make that video longer. Players would have liked them to make that video longer. Like, I, I don't understand what the fuck they were doing. Mm -hmm. Just tell us more. The, even the Paragon thing, like. They demonstrated rotating the page once. Why didn't, like, show us what's on the page? I know from having read their developer updates that um, each page has, like, some rare and some legendary and whatever uh, plots on it. So you basically try and, like, optimize getting to, like, the hyper-powerful stuff on each page. Mm -hmm. And you sort of, that's how you build out and, and whatever. Um but they didn't mention any of that in the video. They, even though that, that is already public, they wouldn't have been spoiling anything. No. Mm -hmm. They made it look like the Paragon system sucks balls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just a weird video. They would have been, I think they would have been better served not releasing at all. Mm -hmm. It didn't, I don't think there was anything to get excited about in that video. Yeah. They, uh, they went over to um, how the overworld uh, will be modified and, into targeted activities called area areas called hell tides. Yeah. Uh, monsters become harder. There's environmental effects like meteors falling from the sky and they show gameplay footage of this. Kind of. Yeah, they did show <laughs> like meteors bit. falling and stuff. And um, they have a bounty system that's going to be centered around the uh, tree of whispers, uh, which, task, which are daily quests. Yeah. Yeah. Which task players with completing bounties in various locations across sanctuary to earn rewards. So that's, cool 
Um, well, I personally, I, and I think a lot of people think the daily quest is actually definitively uncool, but I mean, I it's agree. something to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then the, the fields of hatred, um, the PVP. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I might be just not remembering any of this at all, but I don't ever remember PVP in a Diablo game. Yeah. As I recall, uh, Diablo two, I, PVP was not the normal, but I think that you could do duels okay. or something like that. I, I think that there was a way to like flag yourself as available for combat. Yeah. But yeah, I, it was certainly never part of the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so this whole section, um, the fields of hatred where uh, it's parts of the world, a sanctuary that are poisoned by Lilith's presence. Uh, you can visit them and you can find these things called shards. But the only way that you can uh, take them out is if you purify them. Yeah. So once you start purifying them, like everybody else in that area knows and they, ha- they can come to stop you or whatever and you have to defend it until it's purified. That reminds me a lot of the Division and yeah. the Division 2 where you would go into their dark zones and any loot that you found in there, you had to extract via helicopter. And there was a time limit from when the helicopter arrives and that you attack your stuff and then it but anybody can like just kill you and take your stuff and extract it you know themselves this kind of reminds me of that yeah you're not alone on that yeah a lot of people have made that comparison yeah uh and and having tried that a couple times that was frustrating as hell yeah so i mean the thing is that will appeal to some people yeah oh yeah for sure there there's gonna be a category of player that loves that i'm the griefing yeah, loves the griefing. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of them. Uh, no. I I don't think that the that the Diablo player base is going to have a huge overlap with those people, but I could be wrong. Who knows? Yeah. We'll give them the benefit of the doubt and say that Blizzard knows better. Uh, so far, I haven't seen any evidence of that, but we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, but it doesn't feel very damn Diablo-y, right? I wonder if they're trying to like capture the same energy that they get with world of warcraft arenas i think that's yeah yeah i to be honest (laughs) the entire game to an extent to me feels like somebody decided that it was gonna be an mmo because they could make more money that way and then they've been desperately trying to justify it by layering in things that don't belong in diablo games Mm -hmm. that's what it feels like to me but who knows? Maybe it'll be the best MMO ever released. It won't, but maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. PvP just doesn't appeal to me at all. And that's no. fine. Like, from what I can tell, it's not in any way an essential part of the game. Nope. But a bunch of people have commented, and I completely agree. Like, goddamn better well not, like, block off dungeons or something. Like, these areas of the map better never block a dungeon. Yeah, because if I want to do a PVE dungeon, I better not have to walk through a PVP area to get there. Mm-hmm. Or if, or if you do have to, it better not automatically flag you for PVP. I mean, yeah, fair enough. The way that they described it, you if you're in those areas, you are PVPing. Ugh. But uh, who knows that yeah. that may not be true. They yeah. didn't explain a lot in that video. So hopefully, it's just like like you said, a completely separate area, completely separate from. You know, anything like that. It'd better be. And yeah. hopefully anything that you can get in there, like gear wise, is more specific for PvP versus PvE because that. That's a dangerous slope, though, because then you get this garden where only people who have been doing it since day one can compete. Yeah. Sounds like originally original PvP in World of Warcraft. Which most people hated. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm I'm not disagreeing. It's just like that was not a good role model if that's what they're no, using. No, but like if you want to get best in slot and you have to do PvP for it, like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't I, know. Hopefully they're not that stupid. Uh, yeah. It didn't seem like that. It looked like you got the the shards, whatever, and then you took them to the equivalent of Kadala. Yeah. And you just gambled for things. Yeah, I... I don't know. I'm see it's it's some it's not something that I would I'm going to do because to me whenever I play a Diablo game I enjoy it for the PV for the co-op aspect of it like yeah. grouping up with 
you know, four people and just going in and wrecking the hell out of like yeah. a high tier difficulty dungeon. Yeah. Like that's, that's the Diablo experience to me getting loads of loot, you know, Agreed. kicking ass, watching shit blow up. I don't care about the, I don't even care about the world bosses, to be honest. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I'll never do one. I, but at the same time, I'm like, that's not really a Diablo thing to mm. me. Like, fine, mm. whatever. That's cool. Again, there will be people that love it. Yep. But it's not really very Diablo-y. Mm-hmm. No, no. And that, I think that's the key thing with Diablo 4. They tried to layer a bunch of extra shit on top of a Diablo game to make it appeal to more people. And like I said, like I'm, it's going to be a good game. I'll play it. We'll have fun. Mm-hmm. But it, I'm not excited about it because it doesn't feel like a Diablo game. It feels like an MMO, which mm. is... They fucking said they weren't going to do a Diablo MMO. <laughs> <laughs> they well, very clearly said that. Wasn't that Diablo Immortal? Well, they... Right. That's the thing. They've now broken that promise twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I just... It, it's weird because it feels like 10 years ago, people at Blizzard knew how to build a game and then... They just like got rid of all those people from the Diablo side of the company. And they're just like, hey, all that stuff that we used to know and understand what Diablo was and wasn't, fuck all of it. We're just mm. going to make like a wow light for Diablo. Yeah. It's funny because uh, uh, I went back and uh, I started playing through uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected, uh, yeah. the recent remaster that just came out for next gen systems. It is a remaster. It is. Yeah, it 100% is. Not quite what I was expecting, but it is a remaster. It's looks it runs beautifully. It yep. looks great. Um but yeah, it's just seeing a lot of the, I I'm finding more and more similarities between Diablo 4 to Diablo 2. Yeah. Then like like gameplay-wise, I think uh gameplay it runs a lot like Diablo 3, but a lot of the imagery and and everything straight up reminds me of Diablo 2. Which is not an accident. They no. they were pretty clear from the get go that yeah. that was one of the things that they wanted to recapture the the magic of Diablo two that that a lot of people really liked. Um, I mean, I've seen, including on the video that I posted, you know, I've seen a lot of people saying like, "Oh, Diablo two is the best thing ever in the Diablo universe," which you know, they're wrong, but that's okay. Um, you know, I guess they nailed it on that front. But in the meantime, they kind of seem to have made a subpar game as a result uh, Mm -hmm. because it could have been so much better. Like you were saying, you played Diablo 2 and instantly hated the inventory. I I, I hate it. I'm overburdened. Yeah, I hate it. Like, because it would... Shocking. Yeah. Like... Because... Well, and this is the one thing I liked about 4 is that they've... So, getting... Getting like a two-handed weapon in Diablo Four, it's it's just takes up like everything's a one by two. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in Diablo Two, it was like taking up like a fucking quarter of my inventory. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah. So you'd go in and kill a bunch of shit, and I got it got to a point where I was only picking up. Uh, I would look at a blue item, and if it was better than something I currently have, I would take it. If it wasn't, I would just leave it. If it's a yellow item, oh, I'm fucking grabbing that right away. And like, I'll hang on to this son of a bitch and I'll sell it. Yeah. But yeah, like I, it, there's been a few points going through a dungeon where I would literally have to go back to town like five or six times just because I was carrying too much shit. That's the key. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the important part right there. Like this is why Diablo three got it right is because even at the greater rift, even at the high greater rifts, it was pretty much never happened that you ran out of slots in a single run mm-hmm. you pretty much always had to go back to town after the run but you basically never ran out during a run and if you did it was probably because you were carrying too many damn things too many yep. legendaries yep diablo 2 was atrocious for that because as you say things were different sizes they they fixed that for diablo 4 so it's now everything's standard but they had already fixed it properly for diablo 3 where everything was one slot and you had enough slots to make it useful mm-hmm I ran out of slots constantly in Diablo 4. Yeah. And yeah. and it just made me think of Diablo 2. It made me think of all the worst parts of Diablo 2. <laughs> and let's be honest, Torchlight 2 did it way better anyway. Yeah, Torchlight did it right. Yeah. Send your pets home with uh, or back to town with stuff that you want to sell. 
you can stay out and collect yeah. more stuff and then send them back again. Yeah. But if I send my Mount or my pet Earl back to town in Diablo in the world of sanctuary, did you seen in the opening cinematic my horse ran off and got completely disemboweled? Well, that's why you need a llama. Hmm. That's right. Werewolves are allergic to llamas, we've, aren't they? We've yeah. lost Chad again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so so I, I was hoping, and they still, I have not seen this confirmed or denied, I was hoping that one of the functions that mounts would give you in Diablo 4 was, like, inventory. What? Oh, right. Because then at least you could, like, I don't know, summon your mount to the beginning of a dungeon, offload your crap, and then go and run the... Maybe. Like, mm-hmm. they could still fix it. Uh, but as it stands now, it's fucking garbage. Well, if they don't do it initially, I imagine that's they probably will. something that they'll add in. They will. Um, And then, yeah, the Paragon, I mean, I... I started talking about a little bit um it's it's interesting because people are complaining that a bunch of the squares are plus five to a stat which doesn't feel very good for an end game mechanic Mm -hmm. like in diablo 3 that was the last resort that was the thing that you just that was the dump once you had finished uh, all of the paragon and you were just climbing levels for no reason that was your dump stat uh and and in here it's like that's clearly what you're going to start at from what they showed, which is like, eh. on the other hand, you get four points for per level. So you're actually getting like 20 stat per level, which mm-hmm. isn't terrible. But I don't know that just limiting it in general kind of feels shitty to me. Uh, well, it, I mean, it, capping progression. Why? Why cap progression? If I want to play for 10 years and have an ungodly powerful character, fucking let me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like in. Who knows? Like, well, saying what we're saying now, and then it'll probably come out, and for all we know, we'll be like, this is fucking great. Like, right on, well done. Like, we don't know. No, no, we don't, but I, I have my... I, I I bet I won't be like that. <laughs> See, this is going to be the opposite of, like, the E3 thing where fucking I said, like, they're going to cancel it, and you were like, well... Dude, this will be the opposite where I'm saying, like, Diablo 4 is going to be great, and you were like, well... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh... I think in time, like, I, I think they will fix all of the problems that they introduced. I think in two years, it'll be an amazing game. I think when it comes out, it'll be like, it'll be all right. Yep. We'll have fun. It'll be pretty okay. And we'll have a blast. And I will be constantly pissed off that you can't play four player on one console. Because why the hell did they remove that? Yeah, that's so dumb. But whatever. But it'll be more convenient to play out online anyway, because we all have Xboxes and... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, it won't actually cause us any problems, but... I don't have one no well that's actually the thing even like three consoles between four people we're gonna have to double up on one which is which is fine yeah i mean technically you only need two consoles but but why the fuck did they reduce it they you had four in diablo don't get it Mm. and then pc you can't play couch co-op at all obviously yeah no there's no couch co-op on pc at all which i mean kind of makes a degree it's pretty rare to do couch co-op on pc um, yeah, but, some games do, but yeah, rare, yeah. but whatever, Meh. we'll all have fun in the end. We will all have fun. Uh, will we? yeah, well, okay. no, we will. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's gonna be a decent game. It just, I think it could be so much better taking and it from, will get better. Yeah. Right. In yeah. time, it will become amazing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, should do we want we 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 only have a I little mean, bit of time? I mean, yeah, you guys you guys were talking about you went really in depth into this monster Should thing. Should we talk about the monster so, thing? Yeah, it seems like it's pretty on the nose right now. <laughs> Despite appearances, <laughs> we are not affiliated with Monster in any way. And our opinions in no way should be uh attributed as such. So Monster, there's this whole Twitter drama going on. Sarah, what was the what was the name of the company uh, or the game? Doesn't matter. Glow Stick Entertainment. Glow Stick Entertainment. Entertainment, Perfect. and the game is. Oh my goodness. The game is called Dark, Dark Deception, Deception: Monsters and Mortals. Yeah. So, Sarah, you found this. Do you want to? Yeah. So basically, this the, the developer of this game has apparently <laughs> dropped a lid no he Fuck! <laughs> um the actual developer for the game um is apparently possibly maybe it's super unclear being sued 
by Monster for having the word monster in the title of his video game. Yeah. Maybe? Very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. So so this is one of those situations, which is funny, because when we first started talking about this, um, I said the the two people that I absolutely refuse to take their opinions on something like this are the two people involved in said legal dispute. Yeah. And and sure enough, like the 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 guy uh Vincent Livings, I guess, is the yep. CEO or whatever yeah. of the of the company, Glowstick, has gone on this whole Twitter tirade. And to be clear, we don't know that anything he's saying is wrong, but based on what he posted, he's saying a bunch of stuff that just isn't true. Um, things like Monster won't ever let him use certain things ever again. It's like if you actually look at the the terms that they sent, like they're not great. And frankly, monsters being dicks for, for doing anything like they have to protect their trademark, mm-hmm. which is kind of a double-edged sword. Um, but like, obviously there's no confusion here. And I, and I guarantee if this was taken to court, the court would say there's no confusion here. Piss off. Uh, Vincent living's point is that this is something that companies do where they they attack smaller companies under the guise of trademark yeah and drown them out with legal fees and that is a problem that is absolutely a problem with patent trolls mm-hmm. this doesn't look like that to no. me it so what he has posted is it looks like it's been trimmed down from what he was sent so yes. there could be a heck of a lot more yeah, we, this is like a, a snippet of a document. Yeah. yeah. And basically what is shown in this document is just Monster saying, hey, don't do this. That looks like our thing. Don't like use claw mark M type things or call your thing Monster or use the same like coloration of logo in that same way. Like basically yeah. it's like don't tread on our try and use our stuff make your stuff like yeah well and to be super clear like based on what was posted and again this is pretty clearly a snippet from what appears to have probably been a larger document um none of the stuff in here is in any way saying that they are violating monsters trademark no given what was posted this looks like monster preemptively reaching out and saying hey don't infringe our trademark Mm -hmm. you can do what you're doing now but here's a list of things that you can't do which without more context doesn't look that bad like they're not saying you're breaking our trademark you owe us money or maybe they are elsewhere in the document that he didn't share like we don't know but like this does not say he's doing anything wrong no it's basically a list of say of stuff saying like don't do this stuff or else you will be doing something wrong yeah and like I can see from their side of things, um, not not from Monster, from from Vincent and his company, that getting something like this from a big company like Monster, and I guess thrown by Coca Cola, yeah, yeah, that's scary as hell. Sure. Just being a small, like I don't know how big his team is, but like I assume being an indie, it's not very large. You would assume, and that would be scary as hell. And so yeah. like your visceral visceral reaction to this would be like, oh god. They don't want us to do our thing anymore. Yeah. So I think a lot of reactions to this are kind of based in that versus taking a step back from it and looking at it the way that we're able to because we're not involved with it. Yeah. And and again, to be clear, like, A, we're filming this on Thursday. By the time this airs on Saturday, things might have changed. Yep. There might be more information. This is brand new. So who knows? Uh, and uh, And two... Uh, you know, it seems shitty for them to do this, but from what has been posted, they are not suing. They have not started any legal proceedings. They have reached out and said, Hey, sign this so that everybody knows where we stand. Mm -hmm. You don't infringe our trademark. We don't screw you. I will say that the, the clause seven, the first part of clause seven looks super sketch. And I would not agree to that if Mm -hmm. I were them. But, like, of course they're going to push their luck a little bit. They're a big company. Like, yeah, it's shitty and everything else, but find me a big company that doesn't try to push their luck on this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, 
it doesn't look like this is it. Everything I'm reading here is he could continue doing exactly what he's doing and they would never have a case. In fact, by sending this document, they're strengthening the fact that they would never have a case to mm -hmm. sue. So I don't really get where the drama comes from in that they're basically saying, hey, you're not doing anything wrong. Sign this so that we everybody knows you're not doing something wrong. And, you know, we everybody's on the same page. It's weird, but honestly, as far as legal stuff goes, that's pretty kind. Yeah. Like, realistically, they, they could have waited for them to do something that they did think was infringement and then, you know, sent them a cease and desist and, and yeah, tried to trounce well, like, them. Like that other company that you looked up that did the... <laughs> the, the nice <laughs> monster. Yeah. Well, no, so, not that one. Oh, the okay. other one. The one that, like, literally looked like oh, monster, yeah, so, monster stuff. So one of the things in the Twitter in the Twitter thread is uh, Vincent says, um, you know, Monster has a history of patent trolling and he links to the trademark filings that they've made in the past against other companies. An Ohio restaurant for containing the word monster on its sign. Well, well, and it, don't read what he wrote because most of that's bullshit. <laughs> well, no, no, this this isn't what he wrote. This is just what the article in here yeah, yeah uh, but references but, but that's I, it it's just a reference i went to the actual legal proceedings <laughs> so i actually know what they are um and and people have a tendency to completely misunderstand legal proceedings so what i was going to say is uh one of them that i looked at was literally like a sports nutrition with unleash the beast given that this is marketed as a sports drink or an energy drink whichever you want that's i think that's a valid claim against trademark like yeah, that is that is dangerously close to the monster brand on the other hand there was the facebook page that i found <laughs> that was let me let me find it real quick again it was uh nice monster ice cream shaved ice that one doesn't look legitimate at all no <laughs> so like yeah it looks like they may be i i haven't dug into them super deep all of them but like it looks like a smattering between things that it's like, okay, clearly you don't have a case here. Fuck off. And other stuff that it's like, oh, well, yeah, that mm -hmm. does look like they're kind of infringing on the trademark. Yeah. So like to call them an outright patent troll for that, I'm like, well, eh, some of those are perfectly valid. Yeah. Some of them are shitty, but I mean, they kind of, they, in a lot of cases, you always have to go overboard with these things. That is the problem with the U S legal system is that if you have a trademark, you have to go overboard because if you don't sue, if you don't claim against enough people, then somebody down the line will be like, well, you didn't claim against them. Yeah. So you can't claim against me. Yep. So you yep. always have to overdo this, which mm -hmm. inevitably leads to the company looking like assholes. Yep. I'm not saying monsters, not assholes, exactly. but I'm saying based on the evidence I've seen this, this doesn't seem cut and dry. No, there, there's missing information in here for sure yeah um but yeah you i mean i would encourage anyone to just go and look at the like he did post in fairness to him uh vincent posted the actual link to the patent and trademark office with all of their complaints and you can go and look at them and you can go and look at the companies that they're complaining against and you can draw your own conclusion i picked out a handful of them and sort of Eh, yeah, some of these have a case and some mm -hmm. of them don't. And yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I'm sure if you look for Facebook, the ones that they've done, not that Facebook is a good company, but like, I'm sure there's 10 times as many from them. Right. So mm -hmm. I don't trust the article and don't trust Vincent and don't trust monster. Go and look at it for your fucking self. If yeah. you're going to, if you're going to get angry about it, at least go and look at it so that you know what you're getting angry about. Yeah. That's my moral of the story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you said there was a restaurant. Did you happen to know what name that was? Because I didn't actually I, see. No, I just, on the bottom of the article, it referenced yeah. uh, a restaurant in Ohio uh, who had monster in their sign. I, it referenced uh, a welding company in Georgia that had an M logo similar to the monster logo. Yeah. Which yeah. unfortunately is that one. Bad, yeah. I right? get that one a hundred percent. And yeah. then uh, I, a website or a, uh, about a, um, a fishing or an aquarium oh, place yes. or something yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, so I, there's a handful here. So, so there's, uh, there's a monster treasure, which I actually don't know what that one is. I didn't look at it. There's unleash the bubbles, which <laughs> from the look of it is like a, a champagne. 
And so on the one hand, you're like, that's fucking ridiculous. It's, you know, champagne. On the other hand, you know, it's a drink and they're using unleash the. Yeah. I, I wouldn't give it to them, but that doesn't mean that the trademark office doesn't think it's, you know, legitimate. Uh, so I don't know, like unleash the bubbles, unleash the beast. I can see it. Not really, but a little bit. So anyways, <laughs> trademarks suck balls. Let's yep. let's just leave it at that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. If you've seen the Tetris movie, the Super Mario movie, or uh, um, D &D. the D&D &D movie, let us know what you thought about it down in the comments. We haven't seen the last two, like I said, but we're going to. Um, if you if like, you, if you know anyone that got that cool D twenty popcorn bucket, let us know about that too. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that yeah. sounds fun. Yeah, and as usual, like, subscribe, uh, check us out in our Discord. We have some wonderful people there, and we have our nice little discussion. We have a podcast questions uh, channel there. If you have any questions for us, fire away in there. We'll try to answer them. Yeah, and uh, and we are going to eventually. We are going to start streaming on Twitch. We are going to start streaming some games. Mm -hmm. So if you aren't following us on Twitch and that's something you'd be interested in, do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Nailed it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're professionals. Absolutely. And uh, enjoy the Easter weekend. If you're going to visit family, travel safe, have a good time, and we'll see you next week. Yay. <laughs>